Get it right, get it tight, get it right, get it right, get it tight. <laughs> we do not own the <laughs> music, but hey guys, welcome once again to the unapologetically Afro Latina podcast. Ooh. I am one of your hosts, Queen Mufasa, and I am Boricua Sol. So welcome, you guys. Last week, we talked about a lot of stuff. We did a lot of questions last yeah. week, which was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. But this week, we're going to open the show with ratchetness and a story time. Okay. So are you familiar with the Humans of New York? No. So it's a Facebook, Instagram blog by this guy. He goes around of New York, takes pictures of them, and learns their story. And he's made a book which became a bestseller, also called Humans of New York. Okay. So this is one of the stories. I'm going to show you the picture of the little, of the old lady first. She looks adorable, don't she? she So her story is like this. Um, My mom threw me out of the house at 17 for getting pregnant, then had me arrested when I tried to get my clothes. Then she fucked the head of parole to try to keep me in jail. She was some prime pussy back then. (laughs) But the warden did some tests on me and found out I was smart. So I got a scholarship to go anywhere in New York. I chose the Fashion Institute of Technology, which I hated. But by by, by that time, I was already getting work making costumes for the strippers and porn stars in Times Square. All my friends were gay people because they never judged me. True, all I did was gay bars, drag queen contests, Crisco discos. I loved the whole scene. And I couldn't get enough of the customers. My friend Paris used to sit at the bar and sell stolen clothes from Bergadoff and Lord and Taylor's, whatever that is, back before they had sensor tags. So I had the best wardrobe, mink coats, five-inch heels, stockings with seams up the back. I looked like a drag queen, honey. One night, a Hasidic uh, rabbi. rabbi tried to pick me up because he thought I was a tranny. I had to tell him, baby, this is real fish. <laughs> And I am so weak because I read this on on the bus. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, let's be honest. I work for a hospital, and they don't provide great parking for us. So anyway, I was reading this on the bus on the way to the parking lot to get in my car, and I was heavenly, heavily entertained by this little old lady talking about her past. It started off really sad, though. You know, for real. Yeah. I thought she was going to say that she was still homeless. But she's mm. like, no, she made her own life like that. Right. So, I wanted to share that story. You know Aww. what I'm saying? I, like, I thought it was something cute. That or whatever. Cute. And I think it's funny how she was like, no, this is real cool. Exactly. <laughs> but I have some tea I want to talk about, too. Because, okay. you know, girl. Do you know who Cassie is? The singer? I think so. Okay. So, she was with Diddy for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Puff Daddy. Puff Diddy. And literally nothing but memories was left after they broke up. Okay. Like everybody knew they were together and then they broke up. We're like, what the hell? So then she met, she meets another guy in less than a year. She's pregnant and married. Yeah. What? And (laughs) this is the thing that I saw (laughs) on Facebook is that Cassie spent 10 years with Diddy and they broke up with nothing but memories to show for a decade together. Then she met someone else and got engaged and pregnant in less than a year. 
I've been saying it for years. The men know, these men know what they want and who they want it from. Don't let your boyfriend keep you from your husband's this. Life is too short. You could meet someone today who has better intentions for you than a man that's known, that you've known for 10 years. I mean, that's true. That is but so isn't true. that, so, don't laugh at me. Let me yeah. look at this picture because I'm about to confuse. Cassie. Because I've been waiting too oh, long yeah. for another kid in your call. And she did it. He did Yeah. Is that the one with all the kids? <laughs> yeah, the one who, um... P. Diddy, dang! How do you not know P. Diddy? I'm telling you, I can know. I know him by his face. I'm more, <laughs> more sure I know him by his face. Girl, you're sh- we but, are in the same generation. How do you not know who P. Diddy is? But I have to. I have to see his picture. Girl, P. P. Diddy, P. Diddy. Yes. Okay. So the one with all the kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know exactly who you're talking about. I mean, they, all, <laughs> they all got kids. <laughs> right. They do. But um, yeah. So they've been together for ten years, a whole decade. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. And it's the same thing with, um, remember Nicki Minaj and Safari? Mm-hmm. You know, they've been together for like 10 years too. They broke up. He got, he just got married to Erica Mena and they have a baby coming. Yo, these yeah. people. Like for real, like people be like holding on to you for no reason. That's true. Like yeah. I need to move on. If you're not the one for me, mm-hmm. step aside. Stop wasting my time and your time. Stop trying to manipulate me to keep staying mm-hmm. for what? You know yeah. what you wanted. It ain't me. Yeah. So leave me alone. And you know, that reminds me back of my relationship, especially my honor and off boyfriend since high school Mm -hmm. you know it's like he knew what he wanted oh yeah and it was never me no but he needed someone to be in the back burner just in case he needed something right and that was his last chance the last time and he i don't think he knows that that was his last Mm -hmm. time (laughs) yeah so now we'll find out he gonna come back and i'm gonna be all engaged and stuff not saying i'm engaged now but i'm putting that in the in the universe right that i would like a husband right not really searching for one but if he comes i'm gonna welcome him (laughs) but you know i'm saying like he's gonna my ex is gonna come back and be like i've been waiting for you i want you and i'm like oh boo i'm getting married this ain't it well, it's like, just like that saying goes, you don't know what you have until you lost it. Exactly. So, and that's what all that is. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really know what, what went down in these two relationships. Oh, yeah. Since they're very famous, and obviously, they're not going to put their business out mm-hmm. there. But one of them wanted some. You can obviously tell one of them wanted kids. Mm-hmm. The other one probably didn't. Or exactly. the other one wants to get married, and the other one didn't. Didn't, right. Or the other one wanted to make the relationship more of what it... Instead of... Because you don't have to be married for you to have... Maybe for legal rights. Mm-hmm. But as far as... In California, you can stay together for like 10 years, and you're technically married. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's you It's the could, same way here. I think, I think here is seven years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like... With someone wanted more out of the relationship and the other person didn't want a 100% commitment. Which I don't understand. If you're afraid of commitment, why not just be alone? Yeah. Why do you have to rope up people in it and manipulate them? Because they just want to go with the flow. So they don't want to fully commit to it being a marriage Mm -hmm. or, you know, a full-on relationship yeah they just want to go with the flow like oh if we just decide to stay with each other then that's great that's fine like like, whatever but then if one day out of the blue i want to go left and you want to go right well you can go right but i'm still go left exactly and 
they don't have that thing where they're forced to go one way even though another person wants to go a different way when a lot of people don't understand that when you are with somebody in a committed relationship yes there is no right or left Mm -hmm. everything is together Mm -hmm. so like if you want this fork for this salad but i want you to use this spoon for the salad (laughs) then (laughs) stay with me in my analogy okay Mm-hmm. then we have to compromise and be like, okay, we're not going to use the fork. We're not going to use the spoon. We're going to use the fork. The fork. Okay. All right. You get what I'm saying? No, I and get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's just a funny even, analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. And we had that, you know, we have that even compromise where you don't get everything you want. You mm-hmm. get some stuff. Exactly. And I get some stuff as well. Now, <laughs> so, I have a lot to say about this because okay. me and Jim go through this like 24 seven. Uh-huh. And we always have this argument yeah. because he feels like it should be his way. Or no way. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like when sometimes he's giving an idea of something, mm-hmm. I say, hey, why don't you do it this way? Why don't you try this? Why don't yeah. you try that? Mm-hmm. He thinks that I'm trying to push my ideas onto him and mm-hmm. make it mine. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is I get what you're saying mm-hmm. and I agree, but I feel like certain things you can tweak a little bit to make it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a partnership that we are, Mm -hmm. you should be able to compromise or at least take the time to look and be like, hey, maybe she does have a, maybe she is right. You know, because it's not just about you anymore. Like when it know it sounds corny, but when you come together, I becomes we. It becomes us. It becomes you know together. So what you do does affect your relationship. Mm -hmm. That that doesn't mean you lose your independence as a person, right? Because it's it's your independency that was attractive to her or him. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. you need to do is realize that your actions affects your partner. Yeah. Whether it's something small or something huge. And especially when you're cohabitating and you're married and you're in a very committed mm-hmm. relationship. There's there's this woman that I know that she doesn't like when people like, you know, if, if she's in a relationship, she, she doesn't care if you just like go out and do you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay with her. And that's as long as she's like, as long as you don't cheat on me, I'm of good. Course. But her partner's. Like being like, hey, are you okay? Checking up on you because that's them. Right. So I feel like if you're going to be in a relationship, you should be with somebody who's somewhat like-minded. Not all the way 100% because you don't want to be just all agreeing all the time. You need other forces to like make you think and knowing how to look at things in a different space. But it's like it gets on her nerves when they are Doing doing that. And she's like, why are you doing that? I don't even do that for you. It's like... It's like, so you don't care if I want to know where you're going? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, she doesn't care. She's just like, it's my business, not anything to do with you. Which, for me, I find it, like, very, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. For me, personally, I would love my partner to at least let me know. It's like, hey, I'm going out. Yeah. And this is where I'm going to be. And this is the time I'm coming back. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's not like asking you. It's just letting you know so you can know where he's at. And what he's doing just to make sure he's safe. Exactly. He's okay. yeah, exactly. I Which I would love because I don't want... Because anything can happen in this crazy yeah. world. Especially as a minority, anything can happen. You kind of need an alibi. Mm-hmm. So at least if I know where right. you're supposed to be and you're at the place you're supposed to be and something happens, I could tell the police officers, hey, this is what happened. He was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I checked on him on this time. You're decreasing a lot of Mm -hmm. issues that come along not saying that every single time you need to tell your partner something's gonna happen right no but it just creates safety in the 
in the mindset of somebody else who cares about you and cares about your existence. Um, I understand people like to keep themselves even in a relationship like secrecy mm-hmm. for like, if I want to go out, I want to go out. Which ladies, I think we really need to bring up this point. If your boyfriend, husband, partner, whatever you want to call him or her, mm-hmm. if they're out with their friends, you don't need to text them 10 million oh times. Oh my God. Leave them alone. Please. The same with men out Vice here. Vice versa. Doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter if you're in a homosexual relationship, heterosexual relationship, trans, whatever. It doesn't matter what relationship you're in. Respect your partner's boundaries when they're hanging out with their friends. You are not their friend 24-7. You are above that. You're right. in, they're in a committed relationship with you and they want to be happy with you. Right. But your spouse, your significant other can have other relationships mm-hmm. that are not that level. Yeah. Like more like friendships or what if they just want to hang out with their family and you're bothering them? Right. Just let them chill. You don't have to be underneath them 24 seven. Yeah. Send a text. Like, Hey, how's it going? Exactly. Just checking up on you. Right. Just checking up on you. And that doesn't mean every hour, every hour saying I'm just checking up on you. Try. I don't know. Every six and a half hours. What? That's fine. I mean, like, if they're gone for, like, let's a say day. a whole day, check in, you know, let them leave at 8, check in at, check in at 12, then check in at 6, keep mm-hmm. it moving. Now, if they call you multiple times. Oh, yeah, that's different. That's different. It's a phone. Because they're, they're calling you, they want to spend time with you, they want to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, they yeah. want to, they're probably not tied up right at the moment, and they mm-hmm. just want to see how you're doing. Right. But if they're out, they're not reaching out for you, why are you wasting your time that you could be using for your mental health, for you to get stuff mm-hmm. done? And it's always the people who are bored oh, yeah. with their lives, have nothing going on, and they're at home and stuff like that. Because they don't want to be bored. They want to have somebody there exactly with them, so... They need to keep enticing, like, hey, when are you coming home? Are you coming home now? Like, when are you coming like, home? Don't like, don't you have other friends? Out. Right. Don't you have other things to do? Don't you have homework? Do you, don't you have a house to clean? Don't you have exercises? Don't you have anything that will make your life better? Something that you can... Don't you have a hobby? I mean, like, look, I mm-hmm. love my husband. Yeah. I do. I love that man to death. Mm-hmm. And I love spending time with him. It's fun when we're together. Yeah. And we're, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you want to go with your friend? Let me show you the door. <laughs> Like you want? Are you gonna stay for a couple of days? Like yeah. you want me to pack for you? You want mm-hmm. me to wash your undies? What you yeah. want me to do? Yeah, pack a lunch. Right, pack a lunch. What? what you want me to do? write you a note? Because I will do it Shoot. just to have some me time. I will pray for you. I will fill up the tank and let you go. What? Seriously? You need money? Y'all, y'all gonna go out Girl. for drinks? You want two, three, four hundred dollars? Here you go. I don't care what you do with Mm-mm. it. And I think that if I allow you to do that, but I check on you like every once in a while, yeah. I need the same respect. Of because course. just because you're in a relationship and it becomes together, it becomes us, that doesn't mean I lose my individuality as a mm-hmm. person. I had friends before you. I had activities before you. And I will continue those activities mm-hmm. unless it is detrimental to our relationship. But as a person who is committed to me, you need to respect that I need my time away from you. Yeah, you need to allow me to at least have my own. Because even I, sometimes you don't go out for the sake to hang out with friends or hang out with family. Just sometimes you need a break. You yeah. need a break. You need a mental health day. And it doesn't include your partner mm-hmm. and also it is very toxic when you try to better yourself as a person 
to go out there and at least have fun and the partner that you're with makes you feel bad for enjoying yourself. Yeah. And then when you finally break up with that person and it feels like the cloud has mm-hmm. been lifted, you're like, you can't why would you make... Exactly, because you feel guilty. Even mm-hmm. though you're not in that relationship anymore, you still feel guilty. Yeah. I remember it took a long time from... And this is like not even talking about like a partnership, but it's talking about more of like what happened with me and my parents. Um, And it took a while for me to finally do this. I had to come to a space of man that me doing something for me wasn't selfish. Yeah. It was helping me so that I can help my parents. Right. I never took a day off work. I, I it was when my parents were struggling with money. Mm. So I was basically every other week was my paycheck. Just give it to them. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no money. I had nothing. I was stressed out. All I did when I came home was sleep. I barely ate. If I was eating, fast food because it was quick. Yeah. And that was it. And I would have money to put gas in my car, and that was it. And I would feel guilty every single time I would get dressed up to go out. But I would get so mad because I see people, my peers, go out and yeah, have fun. Yeah, your age. And mm-hmm. it's like, why am I struggling like I'm an yeah. old woman? But it, it's in the same mindset. I mean, it takes a while to get out of that thinking of feeling guilty of having fun for yourself and mm-hmm. everything. So I think another thing that we as women need to stop doing is because... A lot of people are going to hear us and be like, yeah, but he could be cheating. He could be doing this. Okay. Look, y'all, whatever happened in their past relationship happened in their past relationship. Mm -hmm. If you got cheated on by your ex, that is your ex. The person you're with now is not your ex. Exactly. And if they haven't done one thing at all to even doubt your trust, for you to even think like, "Mm, it's a possibility, Mm -hmm. there's no need for you to doubt this person. Exactly. You need to work on yourself. all you're doing is you're continuing to accuse the person of you're cheating, you're cheating, you're cheating, Mm -hmm. you're cheating. At the end of the day, he's going to be like, well, F it. They think I'm cheating anyway. Might as well do it. Might as well. Exactly. And the thing about it is, it's like, it's not even that. Even if the person does cheat and you're, it's like, you can't trap him and then make him not cheat. Yep. You can't marry him yep. and make him not cheat. Mm-hmm. You can't um, have kids with him and make him not quit, mm-hmm. like not cheat. He will cheat or she will cheat regardless of anything you do. You could be the perfect person. You could be like Jesus. It doesn't matter. Judas still existed when mm-hmm. Jesus was there. So it does not matter what you do. A cheater will be a cheater. What you need to do is control yourself. You need to know that you did everything in that relationship. You did everything right. So when you walk away you walk away knowing i wipe my hands off you there's nothing more for me to do and if that person does cheat at least you know for a fact that you treated that person as a human being you respected them and that you can't go away with bad blood Mm. you can't like for me i i always i when i was younger i was like why are you going out with your friends? I need, I need to call you. You need mm. da, 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 da. Now that I'm older, I'm just like, oh, you out? Okay, cool. Yeah, when I found out it. that they cheated on me, I'm like, oh, okay. And I walk yeah, away. Yeah, it's not that serious. Look, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you have to know yourself and be like, hey, I am a beautiful woman. Yes. I have so much to offer. Mm-hmm. And if 
you can't see it, <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. He gonna see it. Exactly. The next person down the line gonna see it. Exactly. That's why my husband can go in here and cheat on me all he want to, boo. Mm-hmm. Because the day that I find out is the last day you look at all of this. Exactly. That's that's it. There's no if ands, or buts about it. There's no let's work it out. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Because I already told him where I stand mm-hmm. on that. And mm-hmm. he already knows if I do this, I lose her. Exactly. And if he really loved you, mm-hmm. the way that he says he loved you that man will never do anything to lose you man exactly. woman whoever and and you know i get it we're humans we make mistakes so there's people who fall into temptation i get it i get that part people falling into temptation and actually feeling genuinely sorry oh, yes about it. yes and making actions to prove to you to earn your trust even right. when you've left them that they're not right. that person anymore and they want you back and everything i understand those circumstances but overall in general i've given you a chance to act right by me the first time yeah i, I shouldn't give you a second chance yeah for you to act right by me again that's cheating yeah you already know what to do. You already know what to say. And then I have to work on myself because I have to learn how to forgive you when they're... It's just a whole lot of therapy sessions that mm-hmm. I don't want to pay for. <laughs> right. And see, another thing is, now, if you guys are going to go here and take these guys back, only take them back one time. Yeah, don't people. be like me and look like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. You fool me once, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fool me twice, shame on me. You're not about to get me here again. Mm-hmm cheat on me or do whatever and then be like no i'm sorry i'm really sorry like i i take it back i want to change blah blah you said that like a year ago boo and you did it all over again yeah Mm -mm. see if he did it again he's gonna keep doing the same exact thing exactly and i wish i had that hindsight when i was younger Mm -hmm. because i would have never taken back my ex-boyfriend at all i would have never taken him back because it's not worth it Mm -hmm. i have literally gone through the same conversation and all my heart is just like but I should give him a chance. Mm-mm. And then be, it's horrible because I'm also an empath. So I feel sorry for or I have sympathy for everyone who's going through a hard time in their life. So all he has to do is sell me is like a sob story. And I'm like, come here. I'll help you. Yeah. I'll do this. I'll, I'll, will, I will be your God. I'll be your angel. I'll lead mm-hmm. you. And, and then I get my heart broken. I'm like, see, this is why we don't do this. And now that I'm older and wiser, and after that last part of my relationship, it was finally over, I finally opened my eyes. And I was like, I need to stop thinking with my heart and start thinking with my brain. These are my boundaries. I need to learn how to do boundaries on myself first, and then my relationship second. Mostly, I'm not going to take you back. Mm -hmm. Don't lie to me. Mm -hmm. If you have issues with your ex-significant others... I will know for a fact that I should not even give you a chance. Because why is she still in the picture if y'all are exes? Right. And I get it. You guys have kids together. But at the same time, the problems you're telling me about that are supposed to not exist, they're existing. Mm. And they're not even talking about the kids. Right. It's not even about the It's about y'all's feelings and the fact that y'all don't feel like y'all can trust each I'm not hearing the fact that y'all are exes and y'all trying to figure out plans to take care of these kids. I'm not hearing that. All I'm hearing is that, well, she feels that way and I feel this way and I can't trust her. She wants a new boyfriend. I don't feel like she needs a new boyfriend. Like, but where do I come in? Right. Like, am I a side chick? Why why can't you have a new girlfriend but she can't? 
Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I need, I had to walk away from that situation and finally look myself in the mirror and be like, yo, this ain't, this ain't good. Mm-hmm. Like, when you, what are you doing mm-hmm. about it? Like, you need to reevaluate who you are. Know that you're a bad bitch. Right. Up in this. Queen Mufasa is what? all up in this. Yeah. And needs to realize that I have to have a boundary. Yeah. I deserve respect first. You need to show me that I can trust mm-hmm. you. And then I, at the end of that, you're good. Yeah. Like, we're good. Because I shouldn't give you my trust 100% like just on the plate. No, I'm going to give you a sliver of each part. Yeah, because you're showing me that I can sh- I can trust you, right? And I'm not punishing you because of my ex, because that's not what I'm saying. Uh, you're not my ex, and I see you that you're not my ex. But at the same time, you're a new person that I have to learn how to trust right. and open up to. So, and it's and it's trust, but mm-hmm. don't be stupid. Oh like, yeah. Yes, okay, trust them and don't compare them to the other people that did you dirty. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, don't be dumb if he's blindly, <laughs> you know, cheating in front of your face. You're not going to be like, no, but I trust him. Tampoco, no. you know, you have to be. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> equal. Right. You have to be, you have to be smart about this. And see, the good thing that I like about myself mm-hmm. is, so it's kind of like a good and a bad thing. Goodbye. Um, like, but like, <laughs> um, is the fact that I'm really quick at dropping men. Yeah. I have no issue with it. Mm-hmm. My sister one time was telling me about some dude that he was still talking to his ex-girlfriend or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to take her. I said, Jonah, mm-mm. You don't, even, you don't even need to go on yeah. the date with him on Friday. Yeah. Drop that man. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> drop him. Right. Drop him on the spot. And she was like, Millie, you just, like, it's that easy for you to drop men? And I'm like, yeah, it is that easy. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're not right for you, and you seeing that they're not right for you, oh yeah, why, why sit there and even entertain the date? Why sit there and even entertain the conversation? He got to go. He got to go. But the thing is, you got to look at the the woman themselves. If they're insecure in themselves, yeah, girl, let me tell you something. Insecurity will make you do some dumb stuff. Like dumb. my other ex, the one who's hooked up on his mama. On his nipple and mm-hmm. still hasn't cut the umbilical cord, mm-hmm. girl. My mom been told me, girl, this ain't it. He not good. She literally, my mom met the man mm-hmm. and told me, Winnie, this ain't it. My sister told me, Winnie, this ain't it. But me, I'm lonely. Me, I ain't got nobody. Me, I want some. Mm-hmm. I need some. Right. I have needs as a woman, and he's the only one giving me the attention. Right. That, that I need. and that the key is the attention, because you will fall for anybody when you have insecurity. Oh yeah, insecurity is your best friend. She. Covers you up and be like, he's giving me attention, you guys. But he butt ugly looking like a freaking mutant. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something. I'm going to be straight up honest mm-hmm. right now on this podcast. Yeah. Marriage uh-huh. ain't the ish. I'm telling you that right now. You heard it here live. Guys, yes, it's beautiful to share your life with somebody, to share the family, share the house, like all that stuff, the memories that you make with that one person that you chose, it is. But this shit ain't easy, bro. Like a lot, all these women out here trying to race to get married, right. race to have the. Tr- 
Slow your roll. Take your time. Enjoy your single life. Because seriously. Enjoy your 20s. When I'm telling you, you have no, like, your job, your thing is going to to work, Mm -hmm. coming home, cooking, cleaning, being with him, being with your kids, making sure they're okay. Like, your whole entire life is wrapped around your children. Yeah. Now, unless you're rich, then that's completely different. Because you get them butlers. You on a different level. Y'all need to go somewhere. Um, Cut me some check, though. Right. (laughs) But for us poor people. Oh, middle class. For us very poor people. Um, you have to, your whole entire life revolves around your family, your kids, mm-hmm. and you don't have time to be by yourself. Yo, you can't, you can't go to the bathroom <laughs> and take a piss by yourself. Yeah. I ain't even lying to you. No, you know, why you say like, I you, raised my baby sister. I know how it is. I have a whole niece. I can't do laundry. I can't go upstairs to my room to take a shit. Can't eat by yourself because then they want something. I can't go to the kitchen to look in the refrigerator for the fifth time to see if something different and close it. Because as soon as I walk in the kitchen, mm-hmm. all I hear is a little tap tap following me. Can't take a shower because they're right behind you. Mm-hmm. It's like a pet. Can't take a boot. That you actually have to take care of. Your kids ain't got no questions. Look, no lie. My kids do this all the time. <laughs> I walk back and forth this whole entire house for a good 30 minutes. Them children have no questions to ask me, nothing to say to me, not one word. They don't even look at me. But the moment I sit my beautiful behind on that toilet seat, Uh they got a hundred thousand million questions. Why is the sky blue? Why we got to sit on the toilet? Why do we shit? Why do we breathe? Why do I have to be in this house? Why do I got to take a shower? Mommy, he did this. Mommy, I want to watch TV. Mommy, can I get some food? Mommy, get everything. Every single question they were thinking about for the past 30 minutes. While you were walking around cleaning and making sure things were good. Not doing a... They ask you that when you sit on the toilet. Exactly. And then you just sit there like... This is why there's like, you know, those random videos across the United States. And I see things around the world. Mm -hmm. What... Excuse me, where you have mothers locking themselves in pantries. Just needed like a Twizzler break. She does a YouTube. She has like a whole YouTube thing. Yeah. I don't know if she has like twins or something or triplets. Yeah. But she hides herself in the bathroom and it's so hilarious. But at the same time, it's so true. Yeah. That's what you have to do. But they don't do that when their daddy's home. Oh, hold up. I'm getting there. Hell Wait a minute. Uh. Because they want nothing to do with their dad. They want nothing to do. And like, I don't know about girls that have all boys, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. They want nothing to do with their daddy. Now tell me why they sitting in the living room. Mm-hmm. Dad's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. They go from the living room past the kitchen, yeah. past the dining room, into the room, into the bathroom while I'm taking a shower to ask me that they want some water. Your daddy's in the kitchen. Thank you. <laughs> he doesn't exist when mommy's home. What? And I'm like, where's your dad? In the kitchen? To so go ask your dad. Uh. Do you, how you want me to get you this water? Cause I'm butt ass naked and in the shower. I don't, I got soap in my hair. Like mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. putting on soap right on my body. So what you want me to do right now? Go ask your daddy or this is so funny. What? My middle one the other day. Yeah. Sometime this week came to me uh-huh. and was like, mommy, can I ask daddy to play on the TV? What? 
Why do I need to give him permission? Why are you asking me to be able to ask your dad? You want to ask your daddy a question? Go ask your dad. He's not going to bite you. No, he not. He going to yell at you, but he ain't going to bite you. And the man's sitting right there. Like, Chilling. Doing nothing. I'm telling you. And they you don't this. get... You know, I feel like men feel this way when they become single parents. Yeah. Probably. That's the only way they're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. Have to be. Because I swear to God... And I do this right now. I, even though my dad's home and I could probably talk to him, mm-hmm. as soon as my mom walks in, hey, mom, mama, mama, mm-hmm. mommy, mama, Martha, mama. And she's like, what? Your dad is right here. She literally just got home. Yeah. My dad's been home all day. You I am 25 him. years old. I go straight to my mama. <laughs> you don't want to do him. You don't want to talk to him. It's not him who you want to talk to. It's not him who you want to ask. But the moment your mom walks in through the door. Mama, everything. I have 10 million questions. Why do I have to be here? Why is the sky blue? What, can I drop out of school? And it's unimportant question. Exactly. And my dad just sitting there like, I've been sitting here. The, the whole entire time. time. You couldn't do that. But then he not, he not going he gonna to make sure he's very much unavailable just sitting there chilling. Mean mugging. Don't even ask me yep. for yep. shit. Yep. And I'm yep. like, yep. okay, mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Bruh. Uh, the family dynamic is so weird. It's ridiculous how crazy it is. And I feel like it's different. It may be slightly different. Mm-hmm. When you have girls, yeah, um, because especially in the growing up stage, they're very daddy, daddy, daddy. Mm, you know, depending on the family, but yeah, you're yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-mm. us mamas don't get no break, no break, twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five mm-hmm. days, and unless and this is morbid thinking, your children are six feet under, so yeah, that's the only way you get a break, or you are six feet, or under. you are six feet under. So I mean, because not even when they at your house and they twenty something or thirty something years old. Nope. My ex-boyfriend proved that shit. (laughs) I swear, I've never dated a mama's boy till I dated him. And I never knew, never knew how bad it was. Because, you know, you hear the jokes. Mm -hmm. You see the movies. You hear the plays. But you never experience it until you finally do it. And he got literally kicked out because he was dating me because she didn't want me to date him. Yeah, that's a fucking true story. She put a ban. I could never even step a foot in this house. They were living together because, you know, the grandmother was also sick. So they were like, they wanted to be together for her final days. Mm. I literally did um, range of motion exercises on her because I was... At the moment, I was a nursing assistant. Mm-hmm. And then she claimed I cursed the family, that it wasn't a coincidence that I came into the life that she died. So technically, I'm the bringer of death. So that's why she kicked me out the house. And she was like, "You're she's a witch and everything. But she's taking scripts from Nigerian movies that she would always watch. And Nigerian movies had a lot of witchcraft because a lot mm-hmm. every African movie has to have a witchcraft part, you know. And Nigerians are the most witchcraft movies in Africa. I'm just saying that from what I've experienced, guys. Don't come for me. Mm-hmm. But overall, she's like she had a she had two dreams. One dream, I was telling her that I got him where I want him. First of all, that's not my personality. I would never trick somebody to be with me yeah. ever. Yeah. I would just be with him because I want them there. Right. And then the other dream was that I threw a scorpion at her, and <laughs> first of all, and then he came in between, got stung by the scorpion, and died. Okay. And I laughed and disappeared. So then I told this story to my brother. He looked up as I'm talking about the movie. He's like, "There's 17 movies that have this script in them." Okay. First of all, I know you well enough that you ain't getting five feet near a scorpion. Who are you telling? I can't even get near a roach without <laughs> like, huh? And then kill it. A right. scorpion? Uh uh-uh. uh. That is not me. I think no. <laughs> it is not me because a scorpion will never touch the flesh or be near the flesh of me. You think I'm gonna pick it up and throw it at you? <laughs> 
You think that you think I'm that brave? Have you seen me with a gerbil? First of all, I had a gerbil in my hand in middle school. That thing held it for five seconds, crawled up my arm, threw it. Oh my god! It was the class pet. <gasps> threw that bitch to the wall. Did it die? No, it survived. Oh, <laughs> it survived, but I literally after that, I never ever touch a gerbil or a rat or nothing. Ew. <laughs> And you think I'm going to grab a scorpion and throw, and it, throw it at you? Bitch. It'll sting me before it stings you. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't. People. And then him, he claimed that he was, you know, trying to, you know, fight for us and all that. You weren't doing shit. No. You weren't doing shit because you were trying to still stay at your, at your mama's house. But then mm. when you got the opportunity to move out your, your mama's house and live in with one of your coworkers who was even like, hey, you can have the master bedroom because I really don't need the master bedroom. Me and my girl like the smaller bedroom anyway. So you just be our roommate. I just need to know. And the fact that he come up to you kind of like, hey, I need to know your decision. Like in a tone of like, hey, get it together. Because I have a week before I have to renew my lease. Mm. You told me that you will let me know within four weeks. You've had four weeks. Right. Not only that, you may not have a car, but your girl got a car. I got a car. Um, Your other coworkers who like you have a car. Therefore, we can go all in one suit, get your shit and put it in his house. Yeah. And everything. And because his friend, his coworker, came up to him with that tone, I don't even want to live with him anymore. Because he came up to me with that tone. And I was like, that's not even... A-. The audacity, you said that in my face, at the time when we were trying to build up... Like, this man, I wanted to build a life with him. Right. And that was the last straw to know that at the end of the day, you won't even stand up to your own moms. Like, you scared of something? Right. Like, I don't care if she gonna be alone. Yeah. Let that bitch be alone. She's a whole grown-ass woman. <laughs> she needs to be alone. She, she needs to be needs alone. To, she, she needs to get to. some. Right. Before she gets some from you. <laughs> I mean, it's gotten so bad. And see, I joke around and say that my kids are mama's boys and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, granted, I feel like Elijah's gonna wake up in the middle of the night and sleep, come to sleep in my bed until he's like 35. Yeah. But anyway. Um, <laughs> you better not. Not at thirty freaking five. No, your husband gonna kick him out. First fight of all, him first. He too, kick. and I'm already like, we done. <laughs> we done. We done with this. <laughs> because I feel like, and I feel like, me and him have a more closer connection. Yeah, mom and son, because of the fact that I've spent him for longer. Yeah. Um, he's so he's so touchy. He's so touchy. He's like very, very cuddly and he loves to cuddle and I'm okay with that. But not at two o'clock in the morning when I'm trying to sleep and you trying to get my face as close to your face as possible. That's why I said um, to my sister last night when I was dropping off my niece. Mm. <laughs> well, no, I was dropping off that book from her because mm-hmm. we never went to Charlotte yesterday, which we're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> yes. She was crazy. Um, she literally, like, she's coming out into her own personality. And the way she was laughing and making, like, really crazy faces. Because my baby sister taught her that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, she's going to be that kid that's going to be waking up in the middle of the night, opening your bedroom door, looking at you, ain't going to say nothing. You just going to feel somebody staring at you. You go wake up and all you're going to hear is, like, I peed myself. <laughs> No lie, my middle one has done that to me. Oh, I will yeet. I have woken up. I have woken up and I open my eyes and a dude's just standing there just staring dead at me. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, what you want, bro? Like, if I had the 
reflexes of punching somebody. What? I will be. Fu- I would never have a child. I swear. I would be like, you know, guy, me and you are. I know you want us to marry, but because of my reflex and how they're built, I had to I survive can't. to fight when I was a kid. I can't have a kid because if I punch him dead in the face, CPS. All my life, I've had to fight. Exactly. I don't want to fight my kids, and they don't even know how to defend themselves. Why would I yeah. do that? CPS be knocking at my door like. I'm gonna need you to <laughs> give me them kids. <laughs> get them kids. No, ma'am. It was an accident. It was bad. I, I didn't mean to punch his eye he all the way me. through his <laughs> head. He scared me. All well, you he gotta do is turn around and his eyes right there. It's exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. No. No, I, I can't do that. Uh, but talking about Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> yes. So this heifer. <laughs> talked about last week when we finished the recording the other podcast for us to do um a hold on hold on hold on hold on she wanted to go to charlotte the reason why i said hold on y'all is because she was over here dancing like it was none <laughs> business and the microphones was picking it up and i just didn't i just didn't have time because i have to i'm the one who has to edit this edit one. all of it yep. so and we already looking like a whole shit show right now <laughs> Just kidding. It's actually going to turn out very fun. You guys are going to love it. <sighs> Hopefully. Anyway, <laughs> so we went to Charlotte. First of all, we almost got lost because my phone ended up losing service. So Sprint, fuck you. Yeah. With a whole, bad. whole foot up the ass. Because I'm just so irritated. How am I always have to restart my network settings so that I can actually have some service sometimes? That's crazy. You know, I it's restarted it twice. While we were gone. So, and we had to use your phone. But anyway, we went to Charlotte because in North Carolina, we only have one Morphe store. And if you are do any makeup, if you know any makeup, you know what Morphe is. Morphe is a makeup brand and is affordable makeup. But it's not makeup. But it's not drugstore. Drugstore like um, Mm -hmm. you know, things you find at Walmart or Walgreens and stuff like that. It's elevated drugstore makeup. So it's very good. Well, it's not drugstore. So Morphe is because it's not high end. end. So it's not super high end to Mm -hmm. where like one palette will cost you forty five dollars. You know? But it's high end because of the ingredients and the products that yes. they use and how they create it. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good quality mm-hmm. makeup for a very affordable price. Exactly. So you're looking more of like the prices are looking like a palette of 18 shades will be like $25. I bought a a, pa- a palette yesterday was $25. Mm-hmm. And the the amount of palettes I this, have in mm-hmm. there, yo, that could have cost up to like $45, oh, 50 well, Yeah, a lot more. Exactly. Like, the Jeffree Star makeup, they have mini stuff that's like 20-something dollars, mm-hmm. but their regular size stuff is like... 52. Yeah, no. And but, you're talking about three rows of, I think, six for his. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's supposed to add up to 18. Mm-hmm. And his is like $52. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if anybody has seen like the Shane Dawson videos of him making his new conspiracy palette or whatever but apparently it turns out a lot of these companies mm-hmm. would spend um like what four dollars to make that one shade mm-hmm. and in total will probably spend ten dollars example to make the whole entire palette yeah but sell it to you for 45 bucks because if they have to make multiple palettes that ten dollars can go very far 
but Jeffree Star, mm-hmm. Jeffree Star's for each palette, mm-hmm. he will spend 20 bucks. Yeah. For that palette. Mm-hmm. But then sell it to you for 52. Yeah. So literally he's making a $32 profit. Yeah. He's not making much as opposed to all these other companies mm-hmm. are making more than 100% what they even made the palette for. Exactly. And some of them are not even good. Like there's right. a few, you know, makeup brands that I have to say that actually have a good palette. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's drugstore or even a little bit of high end. Like ColourPop. Yeah, people keep people have clowned ColourPop for a while, but what they can't clown them for is their consistency and the color. When I say that it literally lives up to the name of color and it pops, Mm -hmm. I've seen it on the darkest shade of a woman on YouTube and it pops. Oh yeah. Okay, and then there's Beauty Bakery. Yeah. There's Iman makeup. Like there's so many, and then there's Fenty Beauty, but we ain't gonna talk about that. Oh my (laughs) god. Brianna, if you're listening. Marry me. She said marry me. Uh, this is my way of shooting my shot. <laughs> this is, this she, is she will probably never hear this ever. Right. <laughs> she is my wife. Oh, is I, she? I don't care. She just doesn't know it. She doesn't know it, but we're actually married. Uh, we have 3.5 kids. 3.5. We always have 0.5 in there because it's a midget. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Because I, it's, I, it's compared to your height. First of all, I'm not even that short. I'm average. Even though I stopped growing when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like men still grow till they're 21, which I found out that I was very offended. Very. I was like, really? Y'all can be short all your life, but then we hit 21 and you zoom up. Right. Can't and stand then we just y'all. stay down here like, what's up? But it's a good thing a lot of, which is, I found this very funny. Some some woman put in a joke, um, was like, why are women who are 5'9 actually taller than men who say that they're 5'9? And then the one person rolled behind us like, because they're, that's their actual height. And the men are just trying to pretend, you know, yeah, that they're yeah. tall. And I'm like, look. You you can be short and still pull some women. Oh yeah, you yo. I've seen some tall women with some yo. short men. Side story. Kevin Hart with his wife. Side story. I was at work, and I went to lunch. We had, of course, you know, you go to the freaking um, cafeteria. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see everybody, the patients, people's mm-hmm. families, mm-hmm. other coworkers, stuff like that. I saw this short man, shorter than me, skinny and white. And I'm talking about white as corny as can be. <laughs> but with his hand walking down that lane, tall Nubian model queen. I literally, if I could have put a crown on her, she would probably be Cleopatra if she had if she was baked in the sun. And she was beautiful. And he was over here confident with his little button-down shirt tucked in his slacks. Okay. Like Walking down, like, what you got to say? Okay. What you ain't got to say? Well, Holding her hand. Walking down, I'm like, short men are winning out here. Get it, short men. I was jealous because I'm like, Does how'd you get hurt? Because you might be short in stature, but not short in height. Hey, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What he lacking in height, he making it in length. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I approve <Woo>. this message. <laughs> No, but the way he was walking, like he walking with a stride like a pimp. Yeah. And I was like, what? What? Okay, girl. Get it, white man. I was like, get it, white man. He had a receding hairline. Oh my God. <laughs> he did. Well, I mean, at the same time, if you look at them, sometimes I see like a really, really tall dude with a girl, and I'm like, why? Oh, I don't even. How? But if you. 
kind of cut his legs off and imagine <laughs> him like his pelvis like it equally makes sense in, in like where her pelvis is mm-hmm. they even out they even out when you lay down right that's what i'm saying so when they're doing the do it's not an issue it's not an issue when you're doing the do you'll always find a way there is the kama sutra right. book for that just saying but at the same time the way he was walking down the like every eye was on him but and her knew. and she was wearing a red dress so she drew the attention with heels and he was well, he's the patient though. He was walking down that lane, like, say something. I dare you. I'm gonna fuck you up if you say something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I felt that big dick energy. <laughs> and I was like, yes, sis, get the bag, get it all, get it, girl. Yes, sis. She said, uh, I felt the big But anyway, back to makeup. Because we were talking about that first right. until I got just so distracted. My makeup. So, yeah, I love makeup. I love Morphe. Mm. I think Morphe is the best. They started as a brush company yes. only. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make really good quality brushes at a very cheap price. Let's talk about how you harassed their email to make sure that they did one in Durham. Sure did. <laughs> sure the heck did. And what they say? They said that they weren't going to make <laughs> They weren't going to make no store. They That I had to keep checking. So I faithfully keep checking. Mm-hmm. Still have not said any coming soon for a Durham, North Carolina one. And I am so mad because the moment they put that Durham, You go work in Morphe, there. listen to me. <laughs> listen. Mira. Mira, mira. Mira, mira, mira. Mira, mami. Okay. Linda. Because that's her name. Yeah, Linda. 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 Listen, Linda. <laughs> when you create this Morphe store in Durham, Okay. <laughs> Yes. Mommy. Mommy. I's your manager right here. Yes. I's your manager. And I'm your beauty consultant because I could do makeup too. If right. Some people, if, if you know me personally, like you, mm-hmm. you know me. You've seen my Instagram. Oh, yeah. Girl, you know I throw it down. Damn. You know, I, I need new brushes though because, you know, my brush is getting old. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to buy it. Can I get paid first? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but anyway. Anyone who wears makeup, here's the thing. You're supposed to replace your brushes as well as your beauty blenders. Now, brushes are expensive. Beauty blenders are expensive. Now, I'm not saying replace them like, you know, like all willy-nilly, every paycheck. No. You should probably do it every four to six months. Because by that time, you got the use, you got the wear. Now, if they're good brushes, you could take that longer. Yeah, because if they're good brushes, as long as you maintain them clean, Mm -hmm. um, they usually recommend for you to clean them once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, No, I'm sorry. They usually want you to replace them once a week Mm -hmm. or every two weeks. Yeah. Um, Anybody got that cash? Well, I mean... That's what I'm saying. Like, there's different places out here where you can get brush cleaners. It's not that expensive. It just takes time for you to do it. Yeah, it does. And then you have to make sure, like, guys, you only wet the bristles. Please do not wet the whole entire brush. Yeah. Do not lift it up so the water can go inside of the brush because then you are going to detach the bristles off of the actual stick mm-hmm. because you're gonna you know essentially take the glue off of there which is why i love the, that new thing that you just put it in and it cleans it like the little swivel yeah, thing yeah it don't work it don't work for you i have a girl on my snapchat who does tutorials with it mm-hmm. and i've seen and they and i had i saw someone do a like mm-hmm. a tutorial with yeah. it and it didn't clean like it was supposed to oh so if it works for you, it works for you. But if it yeah, don't, if it don't, it don't. It don't. Really use sad. that little bristle thing, the bristle pad. Yeah. That you can buy, like a glove. Elf does it if you don't want to buy Elf. the expensive one. Yeah. And if you do, don't want to get get um a clipboard and put some glue on it I and do that. patterns. And I it, did that. It worked. It did work. Hey, if you want to be um, cheap, 
DIY. Right. It did work. So it did work for me. Now, yeah. Morphe oh, just recently came out with their freaking brush cleaner and soap. Yeah. And it's coconut. So coconut's really good for your bristles. Yeah. So it, like, I mean, I think coconut is good on everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good for the food, good for your skin, good for your hair, mm-hmm. good for your nails. Except good for if your you're indi- allergic to coconut. It's good for your indigestion. It'll bring juices in your life. Get, help you get married. <laughs> give you a firstborn so son good. if that's what you're into. <laughs> but the good, the cool thing about it is you get the you get the bottle, right? Yeah. The little container. It's $12. Now. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Because at first I was like, $12 for some soap. Yeah. Mm-mm. Because the moment you open it, on top of it, mm-hmm. you have a little pad to be able to clean your brushes. Okay, cool. So it comes with the pad, and then it comes with the actual soap. So you swirl your thing in there. Yeah. Swirl it on the thing, clean it, and hang it upside down with the bristles pointing downward. You're supposed to do that. Gravity is supposed to do that. I know that, and I have done the worst to my brushes, which is why I want to start over again with newer brushes. Mm -hmm. Excuse me again. Guys, I'm going through some issues with my indigestion. (laughs) But I'm guessing. But um, I am renewing how I do my makeup as mm-hmm. well as how I take mm-hmm. care of my makeup. I'm realizing that having a lot of makeup everywhere is not the best. You can have little makeup and still have the best eyeshadow base and all yeah. that. But also quality is key. Yeah. Quantity is okay. Yeah. I thought I was going to be like the YouTubers and everything. Oh, girl, you got to And have all that. There. Exactly. You know, they have literally have a room full, full of, of makeup. makeup. Yeah. And that's great. But they barely use that. I'm an everyday woman. I don't have time to have a room for makeup. Mm-hmm. And I, the thing is that they spent a lot of money getting exactly. that stuff. Now, most of the stuff, I'm not going to lie to you, most of the stuff that they get is PR. Because mm-hmm. I do remember when Morphe came out with their foundations and stuff like that, everybody that was in their PR list, mm-hmm. um, they got the full thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I got foundation for my complexion, for your complexion, yeah. for the girl next door, for like this whole entire building. Yeah. Um, so sometimes they don't have anything to do with it. There are places where you can donate unused makeup or Mm -hmm. lightly used makeup. Mm -hmm. Um, so some people do that. Others keep it. And do giveaways. Yeah, but then it's just clutter, like... Exactly, but, you know, some of the YouTubers that I've found out that some of them do the hustling on the side, and they do makeup freelance mm, yeah so while Those they're waiting good. for your youtube check they mm. kind of be out here be like let me do your makeup girl this for you i'm charging you 50 dollars yeah 50 and they have all these different products that they can use exactly so that makes sense for me oh yeah but at the same time it's like all oh, this is just sitting there like i used to have a lot of foundations i literally went through one of my foundations i'm like i've had this for four years oh no girl and it it's has all the time and i'm like no i can't use it i need to replace all of this yeah which is why i spent 500 dollars at walgreens that one time january 1st of 2019 and bought new makeup yeah that's what i did this year at walgreens 500 dollars but i got a whole lot of points back that i haven't been i've been using so yeah there's that you should have done that in ulta so like look (laughs) (laughs) i'm a cheap person yet and a a buyer of all things if you guys if if people don't know yeah makeup so when it comes to makeup, uh, lip gloss, eyeshadow palettes, mm-hmm. um, anything that goes on your face, on your body, mm-hmm. you know, even conditioner, shampoos, all this stuff. There is a time period of when you should use it. Mm-hmm. If you look in the back, usually on the bottom left hand corner, mm-hmm. there is like a little jar mm-hmm. that is slightly opened mm-hmm. and right in the middle of that jar, it'll tell you 24 months, six months. Yeah. 
And that's how long you have to use this product. After that time, and now it's recommended, because sometimes, like, I have a um, hourglass foundation stick. Yeah. And I've had that, I think, for almost two years now. Mm -hmm. And it looks perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. If it looks fine, and it's wearing on fine, it doesn't sting, burn, then you're good to wear it. Or smell. Or smell, of course. Then you're good to wear it. But if it looks ugly, it looks dingy, boo. Look, I have had that makeup for like the one I had for four years. And it was like just a few of them. Mm-hmm. And I literally looked at them as like I did. I never saw the date because, of course, you know, by time you've been grabbing it with right. oils and stuff and it's dissolved. The wrappers have. But I could tell with the consistency when I would put it on here. It was different. It was different from when I started. And I'm like, girl, you think you need to go. Face, yeah. And it was making me look more chalky yep. than, you know, chocolatey brown. <laughs> and the way I like my makeup, I like to be matte. But I like to be matte and then a little bit of shiny to make me like, are she matte or is she dewy? Mm. No, boo, she both because she's sweating. She dewy. <laughs> <laughs> she shabooey. <laughs> we, we need a tag lab name. Right. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I I don't know. I'm so excited because I really, I really, really love them. I think they're really great um, in everything that they do. And then they also help and promote smaller businesses or smaller people that are trying to come up in their own brand. Like, yeah, obviously, you know, Jeffree Star Mm -hmm. always been has always been a Morphe. I saw um, ah, tried it. I saw what was this? I don't even know this girl's name. DC. Yes. I know what you're talking about. It's like Dominic Design. Yeah, Dominic. uh Something like that. Mm -hmm. So they're there. Beauty Bakery is there. Yes. Um, You have... have... All of Bretman Rock did yep. a few collaborations. His... Jackie Ina did a few collaborations with Murphy. Yeah, I thought Jackie Ina did collaborations with Anastasia. They d- with Anastasia and um, I forgot this other makeup brand. Okay. Too Faced, because she loves Too Faced. Mm-hmm. She did that with her Born This Way yep. Foundation. Um, who else is out here? What other YouTuber? Jacqueline Hill. You already said Jacqueline that? Jacqueline Hill's on there. Um, uh, also, Manny MUA. Yes. Um, you also have James Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, Nubia. Who did new, the Nubian palette? Ah, dang it. I know who she is. I just forgot her name. And the one who... Um, Dang it, she's a Muslim and she does she she does um she does she does a wonderful makeup and it's such an amazing palette that she does. But anyway, there's a lot of YouTubers yeah. who have, you know, hung out with these really huge companies and mm-hmm. they're making a difference and I'm glad that they're now just not going for like the really popular people who are yep. like celebrities they're yep. actually going down to people who we can actually touch right grab and be like you're me the only reason that you're a little bit better than me is because you have a fan base but right. you're, you're not a celebrity yet you're still not just a regular person you're yeah in between right so i like the fact that they're grabbing those type of people now <sighs> can we get into this because i've always wanted to talk about this with somebody oh and it be yes girl oh my god what are we going to talk about we're going to talk about it's still makeup it's still, still makeup. makeup but who is it now can we talk about how do you feel about jacqueline hill jacqueline hill's first launch of her company first of all i didn't even know she did a whole launch that's oh how much god. she I'm doesn't so even in my radar <laughs> So I used to be a Jaclyn Hill fan. I mean, I am Jaclyn Hill. I'm um, not saying that I re- I'm not a huge fan of her anymore. I just not as she's not. I like to go for people who are for my demographic. As you right. know, I'm Queen Mufasa. The reason why I say that is because my skin is chocolate. Right. She pale white. Yeah. 
yeah so you're trying to go more exactly not saying that her color. makeup is not beautiful yeah, it's yeah. great and i love her eyeshadows how mm-hmm. she does it because i started watching her makeup yeah but i have to watch makeup for me right and the fact that i still have to put in 2019 makeup for black women tutorials mm. that's a different kind of conversation but yeah. anyway Jack, the question is how do i feel about her i don't feel like she's a bad artist her launch on the other hand i had to do a little bit of research on it when it first came out because it was going viral and she had to do a whole you know apology tour about how it was just nasty there was like fibers there was yep from the gloves when they were doing it exactly. and there was like supposedly some like melted people are getting people are getting reactions from it right now <clears throat> i okay so yes it didn't go the way that she planned it. Oh, yeah. We all get that. Crap happens, people. Oh, yeah. You know, like, what was bugging me is that everybody was making such a big deal of her launch. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, we get it. Like, y'all think you know Jacqueline Hill from seeing her in these many years in videos. No, and not. you think you know that she's very a perfectionist. And she says it. She's a perfectionist. She wanted everything to come out perfect. And she mm-hmm. was expecting it to be perfect. And mm-hmm. it wasn't. So it was killing her. But I find it so messed up that all these people bashed her Mm -hmm. because it didn't come out right. Yeah. People make mistakes. Now, the good thing about her is that she was addressing it. Mm -hmm. There's companies out here that flop and don't ever address a damn thing. Like the Cali Cosmetics, when they had... um... The when they did the the Kylie lip kit, mm-hmm. and then everybody was getting like the the brushes were like messed up, messed up, fugly, and even James, not James Charles, Jeffrey uh, Star dragged, yes. dragged her from her teeth, her fake lips, and. They never addressed it like that. No. They probably put a tweet out that's like, sorry, we'll revamp. Yeah, we'll we'll fix it. You know, whatever. No, she went she... in an in depth conversation with. From the beginning to end, from the product, how it was being made, from everything. She even showed y'all right. proof. So at the end of the day, I feel like we should let her know, like, hey, you did you did make a mistake. Yeah. But let's not drag her. No. She addressed it. You, like, I'll sit here, and I love this woman. Mm-hmm. I think she's awesome. She's very sweet. And, you know, she's made herself into something. Yeah. Everybody has their struggles and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I think her products are good. I have her brushes. I have her palette. Like, yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> all this stuff. And I think... And I'll tell you straight up. Jacqueline, you fucked up. Yeah. Like, your palette... Your lipstick and your launch messed up. Now, everybody got messed up lipsticks. Mm-hmm. But some people did. Majority of them did. You messed it up. But at the same time, you handled yourself. Mm-hmm. You got it. You got the situation handled. You got mm-hmm. it fixed. You did something that nobody else did. Because Kylie didn't sit here and give everybody a refund. No. Like, when Tarte messed up and didn't make all these shades... And everybody was bashing them. They didn't give anybody no refund. No. Like, y'all don't think about that. She sat there and gave... She lost billions of dollars giving people refunds for their stuff. Even if it was good, bad, or ugly. Like, Mm -hmm. she didn't care. She was like, y'all getting your refunds. I want everybody to be okay. I want to be safe. And I think she also reached out to people who had reactions to the actual... Yeah, and I think where she messed up was... Instead, the first person that said something about her having a reaction... Yeah. Instead of her addressing it and being like hey what do you mean you had a reaction like can you explain did you do anything before that did you have anything instead of being it like that she automatically jumped at defense mode yeah and just 
told, oh, you just making it up, you know, you lying, blah, 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 my lipsticks are no, banging. No, 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 honey, I had a reaction to your goddamn lipstick. Right, and that's kind of where she kind of, where it started and where she made the mistake. Exactly. Because you should have investigated that instead of jumping first to the, I get it, it's the company, the product, it's your baby, it's something you worked your ass off. Yeah. So for somebody to come and tell you like, hey, I had a reaction to your shit, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, what the fuck? No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You lying. You just a culture vulture. Right. You just want my monties. And I spent years trying to make this. Mm-hmm. I've been wearing the lipsticks forever. Mm-hmm. And, I, you go, and I've never had a reaction, but you're going to tell me that you did? You know, I yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like, okay, yes, give her criticism. Like, hey, you know, you need to watch this. You need to watch that. But at the same time, don't make her feel this. The girl left the internet because of how much she got trashed over some lipsticks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bro, come on. She's human just like me. Mm-hmm. She's human just like everybody else. It's the same thing with all these artists, all these singers, movie people. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this industry, just because you hold them to a higher level, doesn't mean they're going to be perfect. Oh, nah. Y'all need to realize one thing. These people are not gods. What? Okay, first of all, the only reason they are this famous is because they have a fan base. They want you to like them. I get it. It's great. It's cute. But at the end of the day, they will fall just like you will right. fall. They'll they make will mistakes. trip. They will. The way you will trip. Like, bitch, stop. The people shop at the mall just like you do. Exactly. They go grocery shopping just like you exactly. do. They eat the. They eat shit, sleep, and repeat the same way you do. I need to put that on a shirt. I feel right. like. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, these people may have be stars and celebrities. And that's because we had the power to do that. But at the end of the day, get over yourself. Yeah. And like, then they bashed her because when she came back, mm-hmm. the girl had gained a couple pounds. So she, now you look at her and she chunky. But you know what? I feel like that's with every woman. We can't be too fat. We can't be too skinny. We can't be too tall. We can't be too short. We can't have kids, but we have to have kids. We can't settle down, but we don't need to be free. We can't work too hard, but we can't work too little. We can't be broke, but we can't be rich. We can't do nothing without y'all trying to police us for everything. So how about y'all shut the fuck up, leave Jacqueline alone, and just let her live. Buy her products and be good. And if you're allergic to certain things, maybe you should look into products and actually make research instead of taking it from like somebody's like um this is what i'm selling to y'all take it no 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 if i'm a no i'm allergic to something yeah before you sell it to me i need to see the ingredient list right what you put in it how much and all this stuff and i get that yeah and like yo have y'all had anybody at all thought that maybe this girl gained, I don't know, five to ten pounds because maybe the heifer was depressed because all y'all was stress eating. Like shit. Yes. Like, this is the company that she has built and now she's stress eating trying to figure out how to fix it because she literally has put a few people in with medical costs and now she has to give you, she has to lose billions of dollars because she wants to give her refunds. Then she has to rebuild a relationship with the color, with the brand so that yeah. they can at least be like, okay, let's fix this. And on top of that, y'all hate her to the mass. But then they were also expecting that because she is the CEO, because it's her brand, it's like yeah. her cosmetic line. They were expecting her, like, you have to be the perfect CEO. This is her first no. CEO I want position, y'all to be CEOs. Y'all. I want y'all to be. And you know, the, the same ones who are the one bashing her 
would never can't. handle it. They can't do it. They can't do it. Like you y'all have can't to, do it. You have to, because the CEO of Tart wasn't perfect no. when he first started, or she, whoever they are. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, the CEO of Morphe wasn't perfect. No. Nobody over here that started this company was perfect. No. Now, most of y'all probably don't remember them because they've been around for years. Mm-hmm. So they fucked up years ago. Mm-hmm. And y'all don't even remember that. And they're still fucking up now. But the problem is they know how to fix it faster before y'all even notice. Right. Because they have people that handle that. Their organization is so much bigger than hers exactly. that they have people that will catch that and handle it real like, quick before uh, it even hits you. Before you post that, I caught that, I peeped that through the microphone. Now, right. Good. As opposed to her showing that, like, what, 12 people? Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> nah, they just expect everything to be perfect. Like, th- the way that the world works now is like they expect everything to be perfect. I. Think that that's BS. Right. First of all, I don't expect anything to be perfect. I know there's gonna be something's gonna have flaws, but I'm praying that the flaws don't send me to the hospital. That's the only thing. Yeah, like yeah. I get that, and I understand that. Like, yes, you have to be careful, and if you messed up, then and make you messed up, and and figure out a way to help or make it better, you know, or handle the situation. Yeah. And I feel like she did it right. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some things that, okay, maybe you could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe the way you talked to that customer, but other than that, you handled yourself pretty well. And I also think she gave too much freaking explanation. She did. She did talk for too long though. Okay. That's she, too much. You lay it out. Go. This is what happened. Like y'all want the truth. This is what happened. I got, I went into this lab. This lab fucked it up. They didn't do what I needed them to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't check like I was supposed to. And that's why y'all got what y'all got. And now Ooh, let's just, and then this is my plan to fix it. X, Y, and Z. So take your hate mail and shove it up your ass. Keep it moving. Keep it pushing. For the ones who have a reaction, personally inbox me. And I will directly see if y'all be actually having these reactions. First off, ain't nobody just gonna be having ten millions. Like, oh yeah, was, like I, I know we're like I got a reaction and I got a reaction. No, no, because you're not stupid either. You're not about to get my money. Exactly. So I'm gonna let y'all know. Yeah. Like I'm gonna let you know who the real CEO is. Since y'all want a real CEO, y'all can get a bloodthirsty CEO. So I'm gonna need I'm Jacqueline Hill. You the bad bitch. I'm gonna need you to be that bad bitch. Stump on these hoes and stump on their necks, okay? Because at the end of the day, they're gonna go and they're gonna say whatever they wanna say. They're yeah. gonna talk whatever they wanna talk. And I get it. Comments are very very hurtful. Like oh, yeah. what y'all doing is bullying this little this girl. Mm-hmm. Or woman, or whatever you want to call her, and it's not okay. Like it's not okay. But they're the same that. one. And you know the thing about it is like right now she might be the hot topic of a lot of the bullying. Mm-hmm. But let somebody else mess up. They're the same ones gonna go there and be vultures on that. So at the end of the day, you're only as hot as as much as they talk about you. Right. Like I understand you're going through this, but girl, you need to not take this so seriously. It, you sucked in the beginning. Now you need to. See what you right. messed up at, Fix make it, it better, fix it better. Right. Because the thing about it is the way to prove them wrong is do everything right. Right. That's it. And I think she did that. Now, she just, the reason why I bring her up is because she recently launched another product. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's her highlighters. And they're coming out. She showed it off November 26. Yeah. Nope. I, mean, I don't know. 26? November 16. <laughs> yeah, because it's like November like, 18. Wait, November 26 and tomorrow's 16. Okay. Um, she, Jeez, I want to be off work. Um, she showed it off November 16, I think it was. Mm-hmm. 
And they look really, really good. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they look good. And I think they're going to come out good. And I honestly wish her all the best. And I hope that they come out great. Yeah. Um, Because she needs this win. But I feel like she needs to keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it pushing. And have therapy. Therapy will save you. Please. I feel like everybody needs a therapist. Oh, yeah. Which I... (laughs) I can't wait till my my benefits kick in January first. The first thing I'm gonna do after I see my doctor that I haven't seen in two years, and then go see my OBGYN, mm. is find me a therapist within my benefit within my my benefits because I need to talk to somebody. I need a therapist. Yeah, like I know for a fact I need better ways to deal with my depression mm. and my social anxiety and stuff like that. Because mm. I mean, like I mean, I ain't got time to be like sitting in my room. Like, and this is what I found out on my weekends because I don't work. I use work as a distraction Mm -hmm. (laughs) for my issues. So I would be at home on the weekends where I'm not working. I would be in bed for six hours. Yeah, I I haven't eaten breakfast. I haven't brushed teeth. I haven't wiped my ass. Mm -hmm. And I'm just in my bed Mm -hmm. watching TV. Mm -hmm. Stomach growling like it's nothing. And you just don't feel like you're not? Brushed my my teeth stinking because I ain't brushed it. You can smell it because when you breathe, you be like, ooh. And the only time I get up is when I can I can't finally I can't stand it no more. And I have to pee. And I have to pee, or I have to go downstairs and eat. Right. That's it. And I get my food and I come back up and I sit down. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z, clean my room finally, and do the like. My room's been a mess for the past three months. It's still not good. Okay, I'm making like headway, but every time I make headway, a depression hits me and stop mm-hmm. me. That's why I should never stop my continuation, which I bring all this up to bring up. Do you know a singer called Summer Walker? I think so. Okay, so she's an R&B singer okay. who became famous this year out of just mm. her little hits that she was singing like online and everything. Mm. She made a whole album i haven't listened to the whole album i've only heard snippets of her songs Mm -hmm. the reason why i know about her is because she's now under fire because she made this her first and last tour and she's canceled major shows why because she deals with heavy social anxiety and she just realized that being a celebrity is not what she wants to be now i want to show you a picture of her in um the Soul Train Awards that just happened, I think a day or ago or something. Um, uh, let's see. Of her just, you know, when you're on the red carpet, you pose, right? Mm-hmm. This is how she looked like, standing like a scarecrow. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. On top of that, a few weeks ago, a a a post was shared online about her saying, "I need you guys to realize that I'm an empath, and that's why I don't hug during you know shows." Like, I don't do that is because I don't want any transference of energy, which is real because I'm also an empath. I like to take on other people's emotions mm-hmm. as and physical touch is another way of doing that. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't do hugs on her uh, meet and greets. She She's very, like, the way you see her in this picture is how she is when she's posing next to her fans. And her fans are, like, so turned off. Like, they're all turned off. Most of them are. Some of them understand, but right. most of them are, like, when you're a celebrity on stage, you are vibing with the audience. I did not pay X amount of money, no matter if it's $5 or $25, to come see your ass. And all you do is just sit there in one spot, just going side to side, like not showing that you do not want to be there. Then in between mm. sets, go off stage and be on your phone. 
I did not pay, did not get cute, did not spend money, did not spend time yeah. getting myself ready, being hyped to see you, driving, spending gas that I could spend to go to work, go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I could do that. But at the same time, somebody who is had an anxiety, who have an anxiety problems, I understand where she's coming from. Oh, definitely. You are a 20-year-old who is still discovering yourself and you discover you don't like touring. And I get it. And you don't like being touched. You don't like that. But at the same time, sweetheart, that's something you should have figured out before you before. did it. Before. And she's and an awesome writer. She should just do ghostwriting. She should, yeah. yeah. And and she can do, like, well, obviously she can't do it because yeah. everybody's not already seen her face. But yeah. um, the girl that does Chandelier. Yeah, Sia. Sia. Yeah. She can be like her. Where exactly. people don't nobody's ever seen her face. You know? Well, they've seen uh, her face, though. Oh, they have? Yeah. So the reason she did that for a while and then she covered herself because she won- She humbled herself, basically, mm. with the covering. She's like, this is who I am as a performer. She was being more artistic, which mm. is I love because all I like to hear is her voice. Like, one time, I saw her as she performed backwards. Her outfit was front while she looked back. And the microphone was right there. and she She did not look at the audience one time. And the audience loved it still. Because that's who she was. And exactly. that's who she, that's the person and the persona she created. Yeah. So when it happened to her, when, when she did that, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal because yeah, it's Sia. Like, you know, that's what she do. Exactly. But Summer Walker, maybe on the, well, where does she get big on Instagram? Um, I'm thinking Facebook or Instagram, but okay. she, but or YouTube or something. I don't yeah. know really her story like that, but at the same time, it's some social media outlet. Which I'm pretty sure when she was doing the social media, she was out there. She was silly. She was, yeah. you know, and nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, because she didn't notice the how big it was gonna get. Exactly. But at the same time, boo, I know you watch like Showtime. You know the red carpet. Mm-hmm. These award ceremonies. You Yo, she even she there. won a Soul Train Award too, and then her her oh her oh my God, her speech was so cringeworthy. I was like, I don't know, my body just tensed up, and I'm like, run. I just <laughs> all I could feel because I'm also an empath. I can I don't have to touch you to feel how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I could just look at you through a screen, through anything, and if I can look in your eyes, and all I hear is run, girl run 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 that's all i'm doing and i'm just tensing up and i'm like yeah you don't need to do this Mm -mm. like for me personally i am a social butterfly i used to be very much shy and not Mm -hmm. anxiety of talking to people i still have anxiety of answering my name in class so i'd always practice here (laughs) but i've become more social because i put myself in social you know places and i've made myself more aware of my surroundings i will not be social if i don't want to be right but when i want to be i will be no one can force me which is why there was this other post that was up for someone walk with this fan that was heavily disappointed i feel bad for her because it's like it's like you basically stopped me from trying to give you a hug and a a part of me understands where Mm. you're coming from and a whole social anxiety but as a celebrity 
I came to see you. I wanted to interact with you and learn and talk to you. But it literally felt like this. You don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. And it it makes me feel out of place as a person who wants to be your fan. Mm -hmm. I felt like a slap in the face. And even though she wrote that she understood the social anxiety and the boundaries and everything, Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, why are you here? Yeah, this is not a place for you. Like I understand, there's many stars who've shown the fact that they, they they can hug you, but there's a way they hug you that shows them there's a boundary. Yeah, other stars don't know how to do that yet because they want to be liked by everybody. But at the same time, you just have to put that boundary out there when you first yeah. come out. Yeah, and she did it a little bit too late, and everybody's just like turned off. And it's not just everybody's them. People who are aware of the mental health system mm-hmm. and knows how it works. They're more like, we understand, but girl, you should have learned about this alone. Yeah, you should I mean, do your research. But you're because early the 20s. Is, the thing is a meet and greet. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen how much all meet and greets cost. But yeah. the little ones that I did see, like to see the prices and stuff, mm-hmm. you're talking about a hundred and something dollars to stand there, mm-hmm. wait in, at, in line for hours yeah. to literally only get like 10 minutes, five minutes. <laughs> girl, a few seconds if you want that. Take a picture and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Because then if they have if they have products or they have stuff that you can get in, you have to pay for that. Yeah. That don't come in a hundred and something yeah. dollars. Like you literally are paying for time to stand there. Yeah. A majority of your time is to stand there and wait. Right. Because you're not the only one out here who wants to see the star. Girl. And I see meet and greets on these YouTube stars. Yeah. And they're they're waiting in lines, they're in tears and Hours. everything. And Hours. waiting and waiting and waiting till the last minute. And the stars, the little YouTube stars, they don't sit there and whine that they have to stay in there forever. Mm-mm. They wait till everybody has been seen. Even then, they have stragglers coming in because they probably left after the line and just wanted to come back and see if the line was there. Mm-hmm. They still come back. But you have to pay for it. Like, yeah. you have that money. And then they only, certain ones only allow a certain amount because yeah. you only have a certain amount. So because, like, let's say the person only has two hours of a meet and greet, mm-hmm. you pay $125 for two hours, you're talking about, I got to do 60 minutes divided into 200 people. Yeah. You know, so then not only, honestly, only leaves you for you to come say hi, photo, get out. Yeah. And a quick like, hug at right, that. And, hug. you know, and it's not, we're not bashing her and saying that she, you know, she's a bad person. No. I just wish that she had more self-awareness of who she was. Mm-hmm. But because she's a young woman and still in her early 20s and learning who she is, I just wish that her support system, her family would have been been there. Because if they would have been a better support system, they would have told her, like, are you sure? Yeah. Be positive you want to go this route. Because you've literally wasted a whole lot of time of yourself touring. Now, granted, this will be a great experience for you. Future, realize who you are as a yeah, person. And at least, want. you know, knock it on your on your list because you're an artist. You're like, at least I toured. But, you know, me and my core workers were supposed to see her in Charlotte. She canceled that tour. She canceled it. We were supposed to go, I think, oh this November. God. She canceled that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because that was going to be my first time seeing her. And after seeing this, I I even talked to one of my coworkers. He's like, have you even listened to any of our music? And I'm like, I wanted to. I really wanted to. The only thing that gets me is when I see how they act outside, it makes me not want to listen to your music. Yeah. If I can see who, like, 
I can't detach who you are from the music because you represent the music mm -hmm. regardless. So if you start acting like a fool and I even touched your music, you going to wait 20 motherfucking years for me to even listen to your music. Like mm -hmm. I would wait 20 years yeah. and or if you're six feet under for me to listen to your music again. Right. And that's, <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, guys. It's just who I am. Yeah. It is so sad. <laughs> but um, I wanted to bring her up because, you know, I was talking about my mental health and how yeah. I really want to get my mental health together. And, and I, I want to feel good again. And I think, you know, especially if you have that type of anxiety and stuff like that, a good thing for you to do is start slow. Mm -hmm. Like, you started on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, wherever she started. Um, and if she didn't start on Instagram, mm -hmm. a good place to start is Instagram because then you can do little short stories. Like, mm -hmm. excuse me, you can put pictures here and there. Mm -hmm. You can do a live and interact with your fans in the comfort of your home where you feel comfortable mm -hmm. talking to that you know, to that fan. Exactly. And that way you get that interaction and you slowly start getting out of that bubble and start getting out of that anxiety. Exactly. And then there's many... Um stars not stars but um there is um orchestra bands mm -hmm. type of situations where they have um what's it called again um concerts in the recording studio where everybody is wearing like um uh headphones mm -hmm. and then you're in that is you probably have like 20 people who came here to listen to you then you have your rest of your band and you so you're having like what 35 people okay. maximum in a small space and it's very intimate they don't have to touch you. They don't. Have to, you're not on a stage stage. Yeah. You're just chilling there with your friends, kind of. Yeah. Vibing on some music. Mm -hmm. That's it. And it's like your husband actually introduced me to one of your um um one of his bands um when we were in college all together. His name is Snarky Puppy, which oh. I know sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but there are they're a band. But it's not like a rock band, guys. Don't take my black card. <laughs> so they do, um, there's like trumpets, violins, okay. and stuff like that, and pianos. And they do like synthesizer music. So it's like jazz mixed with like rumba. Or there's like so many elements you just hear like with some African, mm -hmm. some something in there. And they mostly when they hold concerts, of course, sometimes they'll be on stage. Right. There's some videos I've seen them on stage. But most of the videos that I've seen... It's literally in a recording studio. You have them, the mm. musicians are in the middle, and then you have the audience spread out around them. It's it's barely 50 people in there, and that's including the instruments. The, and, right. every, and and it's just that's like so intimate and so fun. Everybody's just vibing and just chilling and just grooving. And it's like it can go anywhere or it can go nowhere. Right. And I'm just like, I wish she I could, could do, do those. Yeah, just to kind of slowly get her off. If she decides that this is the this is still the route she wants to go yeah through. yeah um then that's like little options she can do here and there because mm -hmm. i get it she probably went from being just like a regular you know quote-unquote youtuber yeah um as a singer to being just thrown into the wolves of here walk your first red carpet exactly Ew, but at the people. same time you had choices yeah it's like you were thrown into this but you didn't and your song got picked up put on the radio Yet you still made a whole album. You didn't have to make an album. You still had time mm. to think about it. Then when you make an album, you have to make a tour. You don't have to make a tour if you don't want to. You could just make an album and that's it and keep moving. Like Zane from um, One Direction, when mm -hmm. he became from them, his anxiety and his depression got so bad where he only releases albums. 
He doesn't go on tour. He does not go on tour. Wow. Like, his mental health has deteriorated that bad to where for a good point of his career, he has not stepped out of his house to go on tour at all. Which I understand, but you have to be comfortable to make that decision because how you make money as an artist is by touring, the meet and greets, the, um, let's see, your selling of your albums, you doing features Mm -hmm. and getting paid to be on features, as well as going to interviews and going to these, um, you get paid to go to these award shows too, especially when you're big enough, like BET can't afford um, Beyonce anymore because Beyonce big. You want Beyonce wow. at your award show? You better be having that sh money, okay? okay? You better have that sh money, like Cardi B say. Oh, oh. but yeah, yeah. That's just my two cents on the Summer Walker situation. I really do hope that she finds herself and yeah. finds a good way, a balance. Yeah, because she needs it. I mean, like it's kind of sad, but it's not my life. I can tell you that I am good where I'm at. Right. Even if this podcast doesn't get like huge, like the way I want it to, I'm still good because y'all still gonna listen. Regardless, (laughs) regardless, someone's gonna listen out there. It's gonna be me, her, and my editing, (laughs) (laughs) which is not that great. It's not that great, but but we'll get better in time. So, um, what you want to wrap this up? We can. We can. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Well, before we wrap it up, yeah, I think it's only fair they gave us a little spot on theirs uh-huh. to promote our stuff. That's true. It's That's only true. fair for them to promote their stuff. Come on over here, Come boy. Over here, Come on, you better run too, cause this is. Uh... Run, run, run. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing today? My name is Babe. <laughs> Tell them like your podcast, what you guys talk about. Um, we talk about anything, politics, science, the news, commentary, beer, life choices, life experiences, all different types of stuff. And it's a space podcast. Okay. And where can they listen to a space podcast? Um, on podcast services around the globe. The list is way too long right now. I mean, like <laughs> it's way too long. There's a lot of podcast services, so pretty much as long as it's on iTunes, it's everywhere. Okay. Main one right now though is Stitcher. Go 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 listen to us on Stitcher. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's a little plug for mm-hmm. a space podcast because they kind of give us a a little space for us on, the, on theirs. Yeah. Yeah. So a space, week. a capital A, uh-huh. and then space, a space, like and then reading. podcast. Right. So the A and the space, you know, it's like space bar. Right. And if you want me to spell it, it's a capital A, S P A C E P O D C A S E. Exactly. In the search bar. In the search bar. And with that, I bid you adieu. Goodbye. Say adios. Adios. Hasta la vista. Go away. Que te vaya muy bien. Ah, go away. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we have to find somebody Hispanic to come join us. Colombiana. Oh, I, I need two of you guys. Yeah. And then we're going to have somebody Kenyan. And y'all just going to be talking like, oh, my God. <laughs> so 
so she's being racist right now. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I love this woman. So anyway, like we have we have to say goodbye. We've said goodbye like this okay. like for like five okay. extra minutes. That's an Hispanic thing. So we're um we're gonna say bye. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Um, again, we'll drop information about where you guys can follow us, as yes. well as where you can drop questions yes. and stuff like that. And for lunching on Instagram or Facebook, we don't know yet. We're gonna figure that out right after we record this. So bye. bye.